my first astral projection about three months back and haven't had one in a month. But randomly, I entered sleep paralysis again and pretty quickly left my body. I got that down, it's pretty easy to do now. But when I left, it was really, really difficult to leave my bedroom and to fly. Now this has happened to me before, but this one in particular was rough. I finally managed to get out of my bedroom and fly around a bit, and I saw that familiar blue hue and ethereal aesthetic. I flew around a while, struggling still mind you, but then eventually I saw some entity that looked what I can best describe as a wendigo. Yes, that creepy Native American legend. I'm not claiming that's what it was, but it looked like that, and it's my best description. I ignored it knowing that that was the best thing to do. Imagine me flying a few hundred feet above my neighborhood and seeing this thing lurking on the ground. The second I noticed it, it noticed me. I flew long and tried to ignore it in my mind because I know that my own fear would draw it to me, and I tried my best to kill that fear. But I didn't do a good enough job, and it's always stayed in the back of my mind. As I was flying, I turned around and saw it following me, and it sucked me in, and I felt myself return to my body. You are now entering the realm of the Freaky Deaky. An unsuspecting stop at the crossroads of fantasy and reality, where the frayed edges of make-believe seep into this cookie-cutter, white picket world you've been led to believe is far from extraordinary. What you're about to hear are true stories. <clears throat> Alleged true stories. Christian, just... <sighs> okay. Tales of the strange and inexplicable thought only to exist in film and folklore. Although difficult to accept, we do not know everything about this reality about time or space, what lies beneath the ocean's depths. And try though we might, the unchanging truth remains. There are some things we legitimately cannot explain logically. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. If you are new to the show, take a second of your time. Rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If that's where you listen, very simple process. If you're on social media and you want to get in touch with the boys, find us at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, where you need to be sure to like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Because we got a lot of cool stuff going, and we're working on some new shows and some new stuff to to drop on you guys, and really fine-tuning the YouTube content, because we want to be famous. Yeah, mainly that. But outside, I mean, outside of all that. All of us want to be Kardashians, right? Outside of that little thing. We just want to make sure that we bring you guys awesome stuff there that's not just bonus stories and episodes and whatnot. So we're actually working on some things, and that's why it's taken a little bit to get more content. Up. Probably over a month now since the last bonus video dropped. But that's fine. That's fine. We're going to be working on them very soon, and we got some cool stuff to show you. So be sure to subscribe on YouTube. If you have a story of your own, whether you're an astral projector and you want to share some experiences or just paranormal in nature, send that into the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. We love talking to you guys. We've been getting a flood of emails from listeners of the show, and it's very fun. Except for that one. That one, I was it scared me. Yeah, that one scared Christian. Yeah, so send those stories in. We love hearing from you guys. Comment on social medias. Tell your f- friends and family. That's the, the best way to help us spread the show around and grow. 
and bring you guys more because the less work we have to do for our bosses in the real world we could do for you guys in this freaky paranormal spooky ghost podcast that we've concocted over the last few years so be sure to do that uh today's episode we're going to be touching on astral projection ain't that right christian yes yes yeah he was away from the microphone and we caught him but it's fine he's back Anyway, you saw me go away from the microphone and then you specifically asked me a question to mess with me. Yeah, you know what? I approve this message. Anyway, Christian, uh, how you doing? I am wonderful. Terrific. I've been projecting my manifestations. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I request the cone of silence. <laughs> I know that's going to be your least favorite soundbite out of all of the great ones that I have in here if there's a soundbite i need to get send it to me guys I'll, i will work it in oh wonderful christian is excited because in a christian world that was a little demonic especially in a christian world all around me are demonic face no it's fine there's no such <clears throat> thing as demons they're demons yep gotcha hmm. gotcha right there very quickly have you ever astral projected scott i wonder that actually there's been a couple times in my life where i feel like i could have been what we got cooking today we're going to journey along the astral realm with some stories and see what people are experiencing. So what you're really saying is... Passed into the spiritual realm for a second. Oh, we're going to stick around for a while. I was going to go with astral realm, but if you want to go with spiritual, there might be demons in a spiritual realm. Could be two different things, man. Go ahead. That was a little demonic. Oh, my gosh. They're demons. A lot of demon content I've saved from you over the years. Yeah, that's what I expect, man. This is what I expect when I get into something like this, is you to bring up all the demon stuff because of your... Oh, demon, yeah, we haven't even started. Your man. demon fears that were brought upon by your Christian upbringing. In the Christian world. And with that, that first story, that Wendigo-looking beast. Yes. So at the end, the Wendigo sucked him in and he woke back up in his body, right? Right. So is that like a spiritual realm, like security guard or something like that? Like, hey, you're not supposed to be here, pal. I think um, we'll have to wait till we hear some more stories and decide what that really was. I think I've already decided. Good night, folks. Yeah. There's something I found out from looking into this, though, mm -hmm. is that if you can, if you suffer from sleep paralysis, it's easier to get into the astral realm from there. Oh, like in a state of sleep paralysis? Yes. Um, here's a question I will pose for you. If you're in sleep paralysis and you're seeing some spooky shit, why would you want to step into the astral realm? Maybe before you start looking around your room for, for the, sh the hat man hmm. or those weird shadow demons, hmm. maybe you should just go to the astral realm and be safer. What if you're seeing them from the astral realm? See, that's my question is if you pass into a spiritual realm for a second, what if you meet them there? What if they're a little more lifelike or they can actually physically harm you or spiritually harm you even oh, astrally? But we're not going in. We're going in the astral realm. Spirit realm is not real. Oh, okay. That clears everything up, Christian. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was so confused over here with my beliefs and whatnot. Please. All right. This first story. Well, now it's a second story, but okay. This first story, this story is from Caro Chapa. I just wanted to, I wanted to make you feel uncomfortable by pushing that multiple times. I was just not surprised. Hmm. She's, she's a super freak. Super. She's, she's going to talk a little bit about her son. Oh, that's cool. That's what parents do. I found. Yeah. Happens a lot. I don't know why I'm changing this. Whatever, that word just threw a bunch of spit into my oh, mouth. Damn it. <laughs> that would have been perfect timing. Scott, push the button. Passed into the spiritual realm oh for a gosh. second. 
Yeah, man, that would and said you heard the intro bell. Are yeah. you happy? I'm happy. Are you happy? You maybe do that. That's on you. I'm changing the sheets and blankets on his bed, and we're talking about China, not your China or my daughter's China. China also. Yeah. yeah. Our, our China, our yeah. collective China. Oh, well, maybe he is. He's been obsessed with China since I can remember. Maybe he is. You're right. Oh, he wants our next vacation to be there. Oh. I, ask, I ask him why, and he says, it's, it's beautiful, Mommy. You have to see it yourself. I look at him and say, oh, is that so? Tell me about it. He proceeds to tell me of buildings and temples and the people. So I ask, how do you know so much, son? Have you been without me? And he replied, I go all the time. You know how you go to sleep and get out of your body and go wherever you want? As long as you come back before you wake up. I was kind of taken aback, but didn't want to make a big deal of it. I didn't want him to feel bad or ashamed like he was doing something wrong. So I said, oh, of course, you're so lucky. I don't know how to do that. Maybe you can visit someplace cool and tell me about it then. He didn't understand that not everyone can do it. Not everyone can just go to sleep and leave their body to travel the world and was happy that he was special in that way. Little bastard. Just willy nilly. Hey, airfare free traveling wherever you desire. While you rest, my guy, come on. I mean, that's what I used to do when I was a kid. <clears throat> I don't think you did, but you astral projected when you were a kid? Yeah. Christian, what the fuck, uh, We've man? talked about this here How before. How have we talked about this? I've told you about the time where I was like in the air, like jumping really high in the air. On the bed with your friend Scott. No, that's a that's the friend. This was in Claremont, California. Christian, if you think at any point in this podcast, you've talked to me when you were jumping really high in the air, I'm going to tell you that is incorrect. I went, I used to go to like after school while my mom was working, I'd go to this park mm. and it was kind of like a daycare type thing, but it was not really daycare. I was probably, I don't know how old I was either way. I would go to this park and I, but when I would astral project, I would go to the park and I would jump like hundreds of feet in the air and then come down, hit the ground and jump again. And it wasn't a dream because it was one of the, you know, you and just you, know. And you didn't have space boots. No, I didn't. Yeah, so. I just was able to do it and fly around. Same park I had Cheryl Ladd and um, wave at me. One of my first crushes. Who the fuck is Cheryl Ladd? She was uh, in the original Charlie's Angel. She was a big deal mm. in seventies and early eighties, I think. And apparently, she liked to to wave at young boys. Yep, they were. She was there with Robert Urich filming something. Just to reiterate, you have never shared that story before oh, on this podcast. I'm sorry. And once again, Christian, you pull some random paranormal encounter experience out of your ass and uh, never once have you said. I'm closing my chocolate factory forever. I probably <laughs> will never That's say that again either. <laughs> That's so stupid. No, chocolate factory, because I, I said you pulled it out of your ass. <laughs> but, ah, yeah, ah. I shouldn't have to explain the humor to you, Christian. But, no, dude, that's very strange. And did it uh, did it take you as strange while it was happening? No, it seemed like You're normal. just like, that is what we do. We jump hundreds of feet in the air and land and have Charlie's Angels. I'm, I'm a little us. confused that you haven't had. No, like I said, I've had a couple experiences where I could look at that as kind of astral projecting or like not fully realizing what was going on, thinking later on maybe I was astral projecting or something like that. But nothing that is as clear as day as that, where it's just like, yeah, this is what I do. And then, oh, I go to China all the time. I, I used to do that all the time as a kid. I think that's why I don't sleep on my back anymore is because when I'd sleep on my back as a kid, I was always flying through the air. How about you try it out again? Okay. Try it out. I have. I have been trying it out. 
Yeah, you got that Monroe Institute yeah. thing, man. It's time to start. We'll talk about it. Talk in this about, episode, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I'm jumping the gun, as I yeah. often do. Yes, you do. I need to close my chocolate factory for good. Please do. I'm sorry. Please do. <laughs> Please do. This is a children's show. The Kissing Girlfriend. Wow, Christian. From Dared Mastermind. My first AP happened when I was 17. It was an accident, and I thought it was a dream that I just happened to have control over. I was walking from my house to see my girlfriend, except I was floating a few inches off the ground. I had no body and turning 90 degrees at street corners was slow. The local environment looked the same as it should, but everything had a purple color to it and there was no sound. I eventually get to her house and slowly turn to look at it. There she was, standing out front talking to a mutual friend who then proceeds to kiss her. Whoa, the cheating girlfriend is what you should have called it. Yeah. At that point, I gained greater control and moved faster to them and thought, I'm going to get the details about his original location, hers, where they were compared to a tree, the front windows, etc. So I could talk to her about it the next day. Actually, the way he like automatically went into that mode, he's a little scary. He's like, I need evidence. I need facts. No, he's just looking for your favorite thing, Christian. Facts. Yeah, but he wants facts so he can attack somebody. Yeah, so he's a politician in the making. Or a demon. They're demons. Yeah. I don't recall returning to my body, but when I woke with the, with full memory and feeling extremely energized and refreshed, I couldn't wait for the chat. See? He was, he had, he was looking for a reason to leave this girl. He had murder on his mind. He had murder on his mind? Yeah. I don't know about that. This was like a future true crime podcast almost happening. Luckily, this some of it took place on the astral plane. Mm. Turns out she did kiss him and all my measurements were accurate. All my wait, did, they, question. Did he have a tape measure on him in he, the astral plane? It sounded like he was so into the facts and everything that he took mental measurements. Either mm. way, that's... Then he brought a tape measure out to a random place and just like pulling it out. Like, yep, that's exactly what I said. 15 feet, three inches. Yeah. He's using his thumb, holding it up. That's like... Yeah. That lying she's, bitch. She's three inches from him. No Classic. wonder he kissed her. Mm. You know, as he said, she, the friend kissed her. And then when he's like, she kissed him, I'm like, which one is it? Yeah. Which one, guy? Where's this astral tape measure? Yeah. Bring out the astral tape measure. We need answers. She asked if I saw them do it. Wait, what? Oh, kiss. Yeah, when they're having oh, their I chat. thought there was an entirely different yeah. discussion. No, man, get your mind out of the gutter. I was like, holy crap, he, man, that's a little demonic. Yeah. She asked if I saw them do it. In a dream, I said, anyway, since then, 25 plus years later, I've had happen a few times, and usually the experience starts off in a scary situation, but ends up with me feeling incredibly free and somewhat powerful. I just want you to know, you don't have to let fear stop you from trying even if scary things happen at first. It's almost like greater beings. I'm sorry, it's almost like what, Christian? Greater entities are mm, testing mm, you for whatever reason. Oh yes, and last night I did it again. Oops. And for the first time, I vocalized to another being, and they nodded in response. Mm. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> That's what they nodded? That's weird. Yeah, and they nodded in response. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. Wow. That's what I need. I need Owen Wilson saying, wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Lastly, sorry for the... Oh, never mind. We won't. What, what did it get? It's just Not like, safe for work you, you, No, you just know how at the end of the Reddit threads, they like do their little spiel like, 
Yeah, it's like, Sorry hey, for the long, like, oops, if you got this far, thanks. Yeah. Like, hey, pal, shut up. Yeah. All right. You're not here in the room with me. I'm reading this 16 years later. Yeah. Have a have confidence in your delivery. Yeah. Say, hey, I should have made that shit longer, assholes. Read more of my words. I'm important. So anyway, by other than me attacking him for his overly over overuse of measurements in the astral realm. Yeah, which is not the first thing I would do in the astral realm. Yeah, especially if you see your girl getting kissed by another another person. Yeah, the first thing I'd do is probably cry, take a couple moments, maybe go to the astral supermarket, grab some Ben and Jerry's, and really just sit in my fields. See, and that's what I would probably do. Hmm. But this guy... He was like, hey, where's that tape measure? Remember, he said I went really fast at him. Like, what yeah, are you like, going to oh, do? now you, I'm inspired. You're going to punch him out from the astral plane? Yeah, I need to hit up the astral Home Depot. Grab a tape measure right quick, get back here, lickety split, never say that anymore. No. And measure out every single instance. How far were you from the curb? Oh, I know, you're eight inches. Yeah. He was about to do some astral jujitsu on this guy. Yeah. That is kind of spooky. Do you think people, when they get the like the the feeling that they're being watched, are actually being watched by someone? Because you know how it's kind of like an instinctual thing? Like you can tell when you're being watched. And you'll turn and look, and then you'll see someone like staring at you, like a McDonald's, or you'll see somebody look away really quick. Did you say in the shower? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I was I was looking for something even weirder, but I was like, yeah, just in the shower. (laughs) Do you think it's that you're being watched, like someone's actually astral projecting and coming to you? Yes, because this opens this is a terrifying topic because it's both parts fascinating and creepy as hell. Because if you can figure out how I'm not going to give people ideas, but if you can figure out how to astral project. You can pretty much spy on anyone you want to. You can, if you got the hots for some girl and you're a pervert, you know, doesn't I don't think much. you can. Well, you think it's going to be like blurred out when you get there and God's up there like, um, I don't think so, Christian. I think that because of the way different types of energies work, it's, you might not go in. Maybe you would go into the spiritual realm then because that sounds more spiritual than astral. Astral sounds like it's, it's got like a bunch of safety valves in there. I don't. Well, you'll understand as we go through them. Just oh, I'm trust sorry. Me. Am I uneducated on the no, subjects just... of astral projection? <laughs> Are you? I don't know. So you're saying that you absolutely cannot... In the huge coochie tunnel. ...get there from astral projecting. Like, if you're just some disgusting pervert, and you're like, I'm going to go in a girl's locker room. <laughs> you know, like some 15-year-old boy or something like that is astral projecting. I don't think... I would... I, I, I think this one we should ask... Have I put you in a weird spot? No, I, I'm... I think we should ask our listeners what they think, because I just... Maybe I'll put that as the Spotify question this week. Answer that. Yeah, because it's 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 weird, but you don't really hear about it. But I also think if your mind works like that, you go to different places. Yeah, but if you were, you don't hear about it, because if you were the disgusting 15-year-old pervert, would you tell anyone? Would you, you would, be like, hey, you know what I did? I went and saw some boobies. <laughs> Back in my day, we would maybe wouldn't tell too many people. Yeah. But now we have Reddit. Also, I would like to apologize. I have made the actual projector in this case exclusively a male. He could have been a woman going to see some dong or something, you know? That we know that's not true. But we don't know. We have to it's we're all inclusive about the perverts in our life. Okay? The more you know. You don't have that sound? Hold on. I do need to put that sound on, but for now the harps will do. Okay. Oh my gosh. I am wrong. It was alien. Get somebody a new toy in a Christian world. That was a little demonic. They're demons. I approve this In the huge past into the the spiritual realm for a second. Okay. (laughs) I did take, I went not with just stories. I went to astralhq.com. 
For all your astral needs. Yes, exactly. Mm. Just to kind of help us, it's information that's provided that might help avoid some of the fears that have been given to us through the years about astral projection. We've all heard stories about the dangers and stuff. So Hell in, yes. in between stories, I'm going to mix some of these 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 in. Very considerate. This one is dying while, while pro, dying while. What is it, Christian? Dying while projecting. Dying while projecting. Christian, is it dying while projecting? It is. Mm. There are those who believe that you can die while, while astral projecting. Those that you can die while astral astral projecting. You are correct. Yes. They say that your physical body is connected to your astral body by a silver cord. I'm sure you've heard that. I have heard of the silver cord, yeah. And if the cord is severed, you will die. Hmm. Have you heard that? Uh sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, me too. However, this is a myth. The silver cord is not a physical object, but rather a field of energy that connects your two bodies. It is impossible to sever this cord, and even if you could, it would not harm the physical body. Who's saying that? Oh, this is from AstroHQ. Yes, dot com. Dot com. Astral projection is a safe practice, but it is important to be aware of the risk. If you are new to astral projection, it is best to start with simple techniques and gradually work your way up into more advanced practices. Into boring dance practices? More advanced practices. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. Given if, the subject matter. If you feel uncomfortable or scared, you can always return to your physical body. What about the stories of people that have a hard time getting back to it? You know, this guy, this makes it sound like, oh, you can just do it willy nilly, click your heels and voila. I mean, that's how I did it. If kids can do it simply, then it's got to be easy, right? Kids' minds aren't clouded with credit card debt and looming economic turmoil. And parents that don't listen to their made up stories. Hmm. We won't mm. have that problem with, with Atlas. Because no, he's, no, no. I no read, we have I, a microphone for his made-up stories to yeah, share with the world. And I, I read him Bigfoot and mm -hmm. the Banshee. And Hush Now Banshee, yeah. Shout out to Hazy Dell Press for those dope-ass books. Yeah. We're going to include them, not the entire things, because that would kind of be illegal, I think, but uh, little segments and stuff on YouTube at points. Yeah. So shout out that dope-ass company. It is. It's. I have fun with them. Like, I find something new. Like, his. The last episode you mentioned the the Sasquatch with the name badge Patterson. Mm, yeah. When we went in in between episodes, I I went straight to that book. And you are correct. You are correct. <laughs> I am wrong. One of these times I'm gonna push the infrasound button when we're joking around about something and see if it makes people feel comfortable. <laughs> They're like, God, you guys were hilarious, but I felt oddly at unease. Remember how I was like I'm working on this astral projection one, but I can't find any scary stories. I do remember that, yeah. And then I'm looking through all my stories. And I'm like, these are very scary. <laughs> like, what terrifying stories I've discovered. Good thing I found them in my notes. They're not all scary, but they're kind of, they're what I was looking You're for. You're leaving your physical body to travel a whole new world, Aladdin style. I think it's, they're all terrifying in thought, but the story content sometimes not as scary. I actually think some of my dreams now are still astral projection. I've had a, a random theory that when you dream, you're like in a different world. I, I think you're right sometimes. I'm telling you, that man does not look stable. No, he doesn't. Remind me after this this next story to tell you another story I just thought of. Christian, you, I'll do that. I'll do that. Okay. Grandpa shows up and scares the crap out of you. That's what they do. Yep. Always lurking, those grandpas. This is from Small, Small Kiyumi. My grandpa passed away two days ago, and it has been... A, and it has been a long day after funerals. I'm laying in my bed, exhausted physically and emotionally, about to fall asleep when out of nowhere, 
I feel like my body automatically starting to shift to the ast to astral projection. I've been practicing for a while and it has never happened so naturally before. I just went to sleep when I'm starting to have these sudden vibrations and loud noise in my ears. I suddenly see my grandpa's more younger self in my room, looking at me. I panicked so hard that I started mumbling strange noises, trying my hardest to snap out of it. And boom, I'm back. Has anybody else had a similar experience? That's kind of creepy. You know what's kind of creepy is that it says grandpa and he freaked out. Yeah, but if it's the younger self, that's not natural. And the guy just died. Of you're, course, it's not natural. Plenty of people see their, their loved ones mm -hmm. after death. That it's is not true. natural. It's not natural, but it is understandable to have that reaction to it. It's, I bet. To be kind of like, like what the hell? Could yeah. you imagine grandpa gets back up to the afterlife, mm. sees his, you know, his afterlife partner, went all the way down there, and that kid was blubbering and crying when he saw me. But yeah. I, sh I should have written him out of the will. Wow. Yeah, I do imagine that too often. It's kind of weird. But, um, yeah, no, very strange. But I that brings us to something. What have, Are you familiar with the theories that, like, vibration controls everything in the world? And, like, you, you can do a lot of weird stuff with just different certain vibrations, right? Yeah. Shout out to my friend Katie Nelson. She she used to drill this into my brain. Mm. And then finally I'm like, oh, I kind of get the vibration. Vibration thing. Hmm? What? Talking about the Beach Boys? Good, good, good vibrations? Oh, yeah, just just vibrations in general. They don't have to oh. be good. Yeah, but like, I mean, you see the videos and whatnot of like people playing certain tones and like the sand will kind of form a pattern. So like, like everything a, is like built on vibrations. Like a geometrical yeah. pattern. And so like understanding, if you were someone that could understand that stuff, get to like the root of all of that and figure it out, you'd have like ultimate power in the world. Maybe it's already happened. Maybe it has already happened. There's a bunch of governments that were studying that stuff back in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Of course, they wanted to use it for... That's the type of stuff far. we should have in schools, though. Like, that's the cool stuff. Like, put all that stuff that people can learn. Because then you're advancing that, those theories instead of, like, you fake act, history, you know? You act like we live in, a wor like, a nice world. We don't. In fact, we... In a Christian world. Ooh. It sounds like something I would say. It sounds like it was, yeah. Yeah, it's it's... If you were to teach children this mm. in schools, in, you know, like Harry Potter style. Weird. That's weird gonna, reference, but okay. That's going to take, well, that's kind of a school of magic because this Ooh. would be similar to magic. Right? But it wouldn't be. It'd be science. Ha ha. But it is technically magical. Oh, they're the same thing. Yeah. And we're back. Yeah, exactly. So that takes the power away from those wonderful leaders we have throughout the world that are doing only good for their, their, yeah. They're poor citizens. So it's like a matter of suppression. Like people know the answers to these things, but they're suppressed from the common folk like ourselves. Right. Damn, Christian, this podcast needs to take off so we can start researching stuff heavily with like a lab. Yeah. We need to get a lab, Christian. Well, until then, I'll, I'll tell another story. The square-eyed monster. Excuse me? That's, <laughs> That's weird. I know. It's, I'm already weird. Does it, like, does this need infrasound? That's a creepy thing to hear. I don't think this one's really like that bad. Okay. But... The square-eyed monster, yeah. when you, like, try to imagine it, it, like, messes with your mind. Every eyeball is round. Yeah. Every single one. So your brain is, like, just automatically, like, what the hell? Geometry. Yeah. I need my son's shape sorter. The, na the name of this uh, person that produced this story is witchy underscore woman. I would like to identify entities I've encountered recently. The AP was amazingly vibrant and had beautiful plant life, and there was cat-sized links that was 
slightly iridescent going in circles around and between my legs. Weird. Yeah. The best AP I've ever had until a gray entity appeared. My first negative entity. Do you ever just get spit flying into your mouth? No. There you go. Dry mouth. Quite. I just gave you another one. Yeah. My first negative entity encounter besides sleep paralysis. My first negative entity encounter was tall, probably 8 to 12 feet tall, long skinny legs and arms with a big round upper body and a head that was shaped like a vertical rectangle with maybe three square eyes, one on top of the other. If anyone knows what either of these entities could be or their intentions, any ideas would be greatly appreciated. Tell me you found some comments in there of people saying what it was. No. Damn, that would have been perfect. Yeah. It came running, looking for me from where I had come from and looked around and then saw me. It ran, it ran towards me and all I could do was close my eyes and try and will myself back to my body. I was only able to wake up the same moment it reached me. Mm-hmm. I'd been having trouble flying, so I couldn't fly away. And I was in my human body, which makes me wonder if that's normal for an AP or if it was just a lucid dream. It's never been that crystal clear like reality before, though. Hmm. That's <laughs> that would be terrifying. That would be a good cartoon, though. Little good cartoon short story, though. Hmm. Square-eyed monster. That would. And those long legs, eight to twelve feet. But the the dis the disproportionate explanation almost sounds back like we're going back to a Wendigo type thing. Yeah, where things are really wrong. Just very pronounced. That's. But see, that's my that's. Kind of like people that say, oh, you can't get hurt in the astral realm or whatever, or you can't die in the astral realm. What if those are the dying in the astral realm are just stories like the the monster in the lake that steals children? What if they just, it's been passed down for years to keep us safe. And that's one of the reasons we don't, like children lose the magic as they get older. You know, and when you become an adult, you kind of wish you still had lived in that magical world you lived in as a kid, but it's been drilled out of us by, mm. you could die if you do this in a dream. You could die if you go by the lake and, and just enjoy life. But is it, let me ask you this, is it, has it been completely replaced or is it only in like the Western world that this stuff is still kind of, it's taboo to talk about after like a certain, like if a kid, oh, he's just a kid, he doesn't know what he experienced. And then as an adult, you're like, that stuff's not real. Like that's just a Western thing, right? I think it's predominantly Western. Hmm. I think if you go to like Asia or even, you know, a lot of any Aboriginal Hmm. culture, including Native Americans, they have a better or a healthier understanding of the world that that maybe we don't live in. But sometimes we we kind of stamped it out ourselves. Did we stamp it out or did the government stamp it out for us? It would have been before the government that this started. But who was the government back then that started stamping out magic? The ancient government. Yes. Who ran the governments when they started saying that like the spirit realm was demons? I wonder. There was like a, a, a vast organization throughout the world. Well, I don't have any reference as to what you're referring to. Okay. Hmm. I mean, it wasn't just one style. Yeah. It was all the different forms of mm, yeah, no idea. control. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Control. You forgot to tell me the, remind me to tell you the yeah, story. Tell me the story. This one time, and I always felt like this was an out of body experience. Mm. I think I was, I'm pretty sure I was an adult, maybe in my twenties or thirties. And I, I basically felt like I traveled to another country. And unfortunately there was a war going on in this country. It was like an Eastern European type country. 
Hmm. You know, I'm standing there watching this war go on people in the middle of it's a it's in the middle of a city. And all of a sudden there's like a tank or something shot at the, where I was at and yeah. just hit the wall in front of me and the wall just basically collapsed in front of me. Weird. And I watched it just collapse and like, I mean, it was like very gra graphic and real. Can you still visualize it? Yeah. And it wasn't so it's one like, of those things that got like, it's embedded in you. Right. And it's, I know how my dreams are. They're mm. pretty fantastical. They're not real at all. Nothing makes yeah. sense. This one was just like watching like a World War II documentary, mm. but being in the middle of like Berlin or something like yeah. that. Or Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. How, wait, how old did you say you were on that? Probably in my twenties, maybe, mm. maybe as much as 30. So interesting. It wasn't like a kid's dream. Yeah. You saying that actually did remind me of one, um, but I've, I've mentioned on the podcast before, but it, Rio San Janeiro, oh, where that big, big ass arms wide open oh, Jesus yeah. statues. Are. Yeah. That's Rio de Janeiro, I believe okay. in, in Brazil that, that I had one short experience where I remember hovering above it, but like flying in like a circular, like almost like circling it from the air and me believing it was a helicopter, but never actually remember seeing a helicopter like around me or anything like that. But I was like a kid and it was a very brief thing. I just remembered that that is embedded in my mind as if I visited it myself from the air, not even like walk around, but like looked at it from the air. What a great place to astral project around Isn't that it? statue. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. Yeah, that would be like a great view. Hmm. Uh, it, it was. I Like I said, I like frame by frame, I remember that shit vividly and never went anywhere near that. Yeah, because that statue is beautiful. It'd mm. be amazing to just fly around it, especially in free like yeah. that, not not in a helicopter. Yeah, but thinking you're in a helicopter. So you're still in a prison of your own mind, but it's you're well, still flying. You're just in a safety bubble, mm, true. Which, which is one of the things that they talk about when you go through the Mon Monroe Institute's training for astral projection mm. is you sometimes put a, a, a bubble around you that keeps you safe and makes you feel safe. Why not just do that all the time? Why sometimes? I mean, that's basically the process. Okay. So yeah, that's one. That's one of the steps in the process. To, They're sitting there explaining to it. Now we put the safety bubble on your astral body. Yes. And you're like, wow, that sounds very professional, but also silly. Very silly. I mean, bubble is. It's more like the bubble you blow for Atlas, the soapy bubbles, that kind of thing. Oh, it's a soapy safety bubble. Gotcha. It's okay. like a spiritual uh, astral bubble. Mm, yeah. Anyway. Number two on the list of things that are scare people, possession by demons or evil spirits. When you begin to astral project, you will start out in lower levels of the astral plane. These lower levels are in inhabited by negative entities. These entities. They're demons. Yeah, maybe. These entities have bad intentions. You know, like humans, they're not demons, but they have bad intentions. And if you're not careful, they can drain your energy. I'm sorry. Did you just play devil's advocate for demons? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to double check, circle back on that real quick. Yes. It makes sense. It really checks out as far as branding goes. But mm -hmm. anyway. People who are new to astral projection often fear that they may be possessed by one of these negatives, in a, negative entities. This is a frightening thought to think that some something unholy could take control of your body. However, there is no evidence to support this fear. Ah, uh, yes. In fact, there have been no recorded cases of anyone being possessed after astral project projecting unless you go and talk to father or more maybe he might say something yeah i'm not too sure he was he probably familiar with the astral plane he probably would have called it the demon plane you are on the demon plane getting back to your body is also not a problem if you ever feel uncomfortable oh we already said that never mind yeah you just click your heels and say yippee doo i'm done <laughs> 
And then it sends you right back to your body, safe and sound. No dude. consequence. Wizard of Oz was an astral projection. First of all, what was the Lizard of Oz? That's what really happened, man. It was That's the, lizard the, people. The reptilians. The Lizard of Oz. Reptilians. Well, now I'm convinced that I need to make a reptile-only play about lizards playing the Wizard of Oz. That would be awesome. And upload it to our YouTube. Yes. That's TFT After Dark right there. Be like, oh, I finally got that Lizard of Oz play Scott's been working so hard on. Just a bunch of tongues flapping around, no language. Like, this show sucks. And every once in a while, an alligator or a crocodile jumps out of the water and kills. Don't ruin my movie. That's my play. You're already stepping on me. It's my play. All right. I let, got, let me direct I, the play. The I lizard got an play. angle. Okay. He jumps out of the water and kills Simba. Wow. So much worse. <laughs> it's so much worse than the original. Okay, Nala. You know what? Let's leave the Lion King references. In the past where they belong. Okay. Crisscross. Applesauce. Exactly. From Impressive Pop 3233. I was only 17 at the time and really felt confident I knew what was going on. Fast forward a month later, I would end up getting arrested for trespassing into an old Kmart building with a few people. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Which just didn't help my karma at all at this point. And it hurts socially to be looked at in a Kmart. Yes. To be seen in a Kmart. Yeah, I mean. Shout out to Hatchby. The old school Kmart for me. Palmdale. That was my home Kmart. It's funny, the, the Kmart that was at, in Palmdale used to be the bowling alley mm. that my parents bowled at in their leagues when I was a young, young kid. Can we take a moment of silence for Kmart? I feel like they were really big and then they were really the laughing stuff. Does it? Should we take a moment or, of silence or should we have a blue light special? You know what? I request the cone of silence. <laughs> Man. That just brought me back to my childhood, Kmart. Sorry, everyone shouldn't have to reminisce with me on this. We're in the middle of an astral projection. We can talk about Kmart later. I mean, you could probably astral project to Kmart if there's any out there. Sure. If that's what you want to do, by all means. The night after, I would lay in bed just wondering what I was thinking. I had practiced lucid dreaming consistently for almost a year at this point and felt that I wanted to go the next step. At this point, he'd never... I, they were going to go steady. Yeah. Steady with AP. Yeah. With AP. Hey. And AP, not AP English. I'm ready to go steady. Mm-hmm. And the astral plane is just like. I thought we were just friends. Because it's not sentient. It was yeah. just silent. Yeah. At this point, I'd never successfully astral projected. Now that I look back, I felt my intentions were to escape reality in hopes of whatever I could find. As I closed my eyes and let myself drift away, my eyes seemed to open by themselves and re- reveal me sitting on my floor crisscross applesauce staring Mm. directly into the long dark hallway i felt as if i were completely lightweight and all my worries were no longer existent it wasn't until a few seconds later when i felt something pull my legs right from under me dragging my body through the hallway into the shadows oh okay i jumped up from my bed with the feeling of a completely unexpected roller coaster drop at least he woke up. Yeah, that's on a his, plus. Yeah, and he was on his way to hell. Highway to hell. Yeah, definitely. That uh, That's creepy. That's creepy. That is a creepy one. That's usually my explanation for every story we have on this podcast. There should be a, a drinking game where every time I say spooky or that's creepy. Yeah. People be wasted off their ass by every episode. Yeah, that was. Hmm. Yeah. Drinking games with us would yeah. be bad. It would be bad. Yeah. <laughs> 
Imagine how many times they drank when you about to say beans. Yeah. yeah. I, I I had to stop listening for a month while I was in rehab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to get sober after listening to these morons fuck shit up all the time. Number three on our list of fears, experiencing negative energies that could be hostile. Hmm. This one basically boils down to your attitude determines wow. your attitude determines your altitude. Wow. If you are negative or pessimistic in real life, chances are you take that into your sleepy time. To ascend to higher levels, you must control the negative thoughts in a healthy way. Well, looks like your boy's not spending any time in the astral plane anytime soon. Hope you weren't expecting personal stories from there. I mean, you might spend time in the astral plane. It just might be things dragging you down hallways. Well, I'm like, look at Scott, I'm flying. Mike, isn't this so cool? I'm just screaming in this weird candlelit dungeon. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. When breathing is hard, from dogmon, dogmon, dogmom. Jamaican guy that, <laughs> <laughs> that isn't dogman, but he's dogmon. Yeah. Dogmom9517. I never astral projected on purpose. It was always accidental, and it's happened to me since I was a child. Usually I come to in my dreams, and it's just a feeling that I know for certain I'm in the astral. I've even felt myself fall back into my body on many occasions. Who hasn't? been there it's always super random last night something new happened and i don't know what it is there's not a medic medical or logical explanation for it i fell into a deep sleep like deeper than i had in a while stop it <laughs> i can hear you over here am i saying something wrong no it's not anything it's not you it's me uh, honestly, I sometimes I'll be sitting here and you'll be talking and I'll have a random thought that turns into another random thought that's hilarious and it makes me chuckle to myself. Christian, is that all right? You know what I've noticed is every time this happens, it's on the second episode. Perhaps indulged a little more than usual. So I then, need to read. Yeah. If I need to be professional, I withstand. Do you? Yes. Okay. I did not have, I actually have that sound clip. Oh my God, please don't play it. But it's like the whole two minutes of it. So yeah. it's like I have to stop it after no. sexual relations with that woman. We're children's or we're a family. We're episode. children's. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh God. Come on, kids. We got candy in this van. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard of Mr. Rogers, but have you listened to the Freaky Deaky? Yeah. That was a little demonic. Yeah, it was. I fell into a deep sleep, like deeper than I've had in a while. In my dream, I was gasping for air. Mm. But I was conscious that I was still in my body, but I could see myself sleeping in my bed. You're dying. Not physically outside of my body. My entire body started to vibrate and tingle, and I started gasping for air. There's the vibrations again. Yep. In my actual dream, I got flashes of images come into my brain, and then I had this awareness that I was being suffocated. I felt fear, but it subsided quickly when I had this awareness I wasn't in danger. I felt like I was traveling through dimensions or trials or something. It didn't make much sense to my conscious self, but apparently my dream self knew exactly what was happening. I had images of someone putting a bag over my head, that could mean something else, and literally suffocating me. I woke gasping for air in real life. That would be a little terrifying. Yeah, that would not be a fun experience. But that also leads into number four. Autoerotic, but no, I'm just kidding. Shh. <laughs> That used to be funny until everybody started dying from it. Oh, fucking what's-his-name ruining the joke constantly. What's-his-name? There's like three or four of them. Yeah. Number four, you could experience difficulty breathing. Isn't that what you just did? Yeah, this is the... 
Oh. So it's just, I put it after the breathing one because it has oh. to do with breathing. See, smart. Oh, yeah, smart. Passing in the spiritual realm for a second. Yeah. Must yeah. have grasped that knowledge from elsewhere. I did. Yeah. Some people who astral project report having difficulty breathing. This is because the body is naturally reacting to sleep paralysis. Mm, yes. Sleep paralysis is, of course, a state in which the body is temporarily unable to move or speak. It, it occurs when the brain is transitioning between wakefulness and sleep. Most people that listen to us know what this is because we've talked about it, but we may have mm-hmm. some new listeners. Yeah. We do sleep paralysis episodes fairly often. That's probably like, our, we've probably done more of those than any other series at this point. Yep, we have. And we're going to do another one soon with a guest, so even better. We can ask if they astral project sometimes. Oh, yeah, maybe they passed in the spiritual realm for a second. No, it's the astral realm. Well, you didn't give me that sound clip, did you, Christian? No, you gave me the spiritual realm. Well, now you have it. The biggest thing is just to slow down and relax. The Scorpion Spider by Take It Sleazy 24. A few months ago, I felt like I was going to AP. At the time, I had some bad luck with actually leaving my body, but I was determined. So no joke, I was going in and out of the buzzing or vibrating stage. Mm. Christian, we gotta, we gotta get, we, let's start researching vibration. I gotta tell you, when, to I, when I have done that, mm-hmm. that vibration stage is a real thing. Yeah. And it actually, sometimes you can't get past it because it's so, it's, it's hard to explain. Well, you're passing through a dimensional shield is what that seems like to me. Something like that, yeah. but you could, it's very, and you know, I'm like super calm about stuff. It's really hard for me to get past that. So the vibrational stage is a real thing. I've heard mm-hmm. about it a million times. I've experienced it when I've used the, uh, the Monroe Institute tapes. Yeah. But anyway, he was buzzing and vibrating for what felt like an hour. I was welcoming it, getting excited and whatnot, but I couldn't break out. I felt like I was there. I felt like I was there. So I opened my, my eyes. Every time I've had a successful AP, I don't have to think about seeing. I usually just pop out or roll out of my physical self. But I was trying hard. So yeah, I opened my eyes and saw this shadow of a weird spider scorpion looking thing on my ceiling. That would be the, that's much worse that's than that. That's the last thing you want to see when you. Yeah. I'd rather have the hat man. Yeah. Any day. Spiders and scorpions. No. Hat man just pops out from the door for him. Oh, you called? Yeah. You ready to switch out? I'm not so bad now, huh? Yeah. Can you get rid of the spider scorpion thing? He's like, yeah, man. Are we cool now? Yeah. Whatever you want, hat man. Mm. This made me very discouraged. Just discouraged. Yeah. Because (laughs) it was apparent this entity or parasite was just feeding off of whatever I was emoting while in the vibrational stage. Mm, That is very interesting. Matrix is real. Ties in with a lot of those uh, theories about like entities that just feed on your fear or like spiritual beings that. Yeah. Monst- spiritual beings that's right christian i said it yeah monsters inc okay that's the whole premise of monsters know, inc right and once again hollywood has made the true into a cute little movie do mm. you remember what the, our last episode was about no actually men in black oh the men yeah yeah right right, right. don't come at me all judgmental yeah yeah fast forward a few weeks and it was a day i was truly exhausted and i knew i could probably ap i tried to raise my vibration while it while i felt it coming and so i sang in my head a christmas song which that, was that'll do it. The first and well. And why it, does no can I why does no one think to sing Beach Boys good, good, good vibrations? Why? Would that be the first song if I'm like, I need to increase these vibrations? I'd be like, you know what? Hit it. You know? I don't know. That's a that's a that's a good question. Maybe yeah. he's he's too young to know what the, the Beach Boys were. Okay. Which 
If you know music, you at least had to have heard of them. Or if you're aware of what sand and water do yeah. when they meet. Hmm. So anyways, he's singing the first Noel and it worked. I popped out and started floating high over my bedroom door. Subsequently, I forgot the lyrics to the rest of the song, so I lost a little confidence. Wow. Yeah. Then out of nowhere, I see this same creature and it was behaving like, oh shit, how'd you get out? I need to put you back in your cage. Hmm. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. I sort of tussled with it briefly, and then it started spinning my astral self like it was ensnaring me in a web. Ooh, no thanks. Yeah, that's where I get the spider part of it, even though I think it looked more scorpion-esque. Once I realized I didn't have a chance, I just pulled the plug and went back to my body. Also, just to clarify, it's not like this thing was big or colorized, it was just sort of a shadowy figure. My questions to everyone who read or who listens to this in this case, was I actually in in the ethereal and not the astral? Is this scorpion thing a common entity, creature or whatever? Has anyone overcome this or am I just F now? And should I be blaming my girlfriend for putting a mirror in the bedroom? I don't know where that one comes from, but it's a different <laughs> issue. But different issues, repression, a little bit of what if what are like people that suffer from and this would be like a worldwide thing. You know, like people that suffer from depression or like a lot of anxiety and stuff. Um, what if in the spiritual plane or the astral plane, I'm sorry, that they have those entities that are like sucking off them and like feeding off them and stuff like that. And that's why in the normal world, they're like depressed and they're anxious all the time and shit like that. And what then if, like you have people that experience like lovely things in the astral plane and they're just like, everything's great. And like in the real world, they're happy you know like nothing's feeding off their life force oh man i think i solved so many problems maybe you did but maybe it's the opposite oh. maybe, maybe you bring that into those planes mm, you're bring okay and you're interesting but see it if you bring chicken in, or the egg situation in, in that area because that's the same thing which of those is actually causing the other well when you hear me tell like like stories of my dreams. My dreams are very fascinating, but mm. I don't ever feel scared by them. Yeah. You know, I don't, and maybe when I was a kid a little bit, but like but no I, longer, I totally, in, like, I love having dreams now because just how fascinating they are. Maybe mm. that's part of it is I don't go in there with the fear. So I don't have scorpion things sucking the energy or some Wendigo thing trying to get me. But doesn't it also kind of make sense the other way? Like if they're, let's say in a world where there are spiritual entities and it's not all physical brain matter stuff, doesn't it work more the other way? If I was a better Christian, it would totally work the other way. In a Christian world. Right. You would believe that. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense from the two different pr mm. perspectives are basically the same thing. So it's your ignorance that is keeping you. Got you. No, okay. I think it is exactly what you said before, the chicken yeah. and the egg. Yeah. It doesn't exactly. really matter where what came before the other. Hmm. It just is. And that's your moment of zen. Hey, can I solve the chicken and the egg thing? The chicken came first. You know why? Because the chicken has to poop out the egg. End of story. Of the People like, but eggs turn into chickens. Yeah, but in a creation world, the chicken was created. Boom. The reproductive system created. Boom. In an, a scientific world, the chicken, the egg came before the chicken because evolution. That, yeah, it was a dinosaur, and then the dinosaur adapted and had a weird egg, and it came out as a bird, and he's like, well, I guess, honey, is this our kid? That's not mine. The dinosaur dad leaves. And then they're like, let me tell you. Talk shit is nine to five. This is, this is our new God's child, immaculate mm. conception, and the, and the 
the husband T-Rex like, oh, okay, hmm. I'm going to the bar. Hey, when China gets mad that this episode's too long, I'm going to tell her it's because you're making weird dinosaur references. Okay. All right. Now, here's a here's an interesting thing on that story. Okay. I have a comment. Is that Wait, is that comment? Scott is so brilliant. It is definitely not that. Okay. I just wanted to check. You'll be sure. Yeah. I thought you were brilliant until you started doing the chicken and the egg thing. Yeah, that for sure was. That was a little demonic. Yeah. So anesthetic, aesthetic. You were, you were non-physical. Ethereal is an old term I've not heard in a while, but generally meant a very lo- local near-earth plane. So yeah, you could call it an etheric projection. The thing sounds like a shadow person, or in this case, a shadow scorpion. The form doesn't matter. What they do and how to get rid of them are the same. If, As you noted in your post, if left alone, it feeds off you somehow. Usually it promotes a fear response or some other negative response. And it feeds off of th- that kind of attention. The thing could look like a wraith, a businessman, or a spider. They're pest, really. have had a dogfight-styled flying battle, more me just evading them, with two more wraith-like shadow people before. Seen a nurse. Is this guy just doing Harry Potter now? I mean, wraiths were around before Harry Potter. You can't prove that physically. Uh, I can prove it filmically. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's a movie called The Wraith that was out in the 80s. There you go. Mark one for Christian. But okay. All encounters stopped when I stopped fearing them. I noticed that when you raised your vibration level by singing the Christmas carol, it wasn't there. Only when you you lowered your vibration by becoming panicked or fearful did the shadow scorpion return. So raise your vibration with joy, easier said than done, or happy thoughts, or some other positive thoughts or emotion that will hinder its attacks. Also, indifference and confidence helps too. My favorite example of this was a post here a while ago where the Redditor kept seeing a shadow person standing in the corner of his bedroom. One projection, he simply gave it the finger and said, F off. I know what you are. And it never showed up again. It's because it was offended. Yeah, of course. Like, what the hell, man? Yeah. Just stand there. I was just trying to be your friend. Just minding my own business. So no, you're not effed. No, mirrors aren't automatic portholes. Portals. <laughs> portals for all sorts of evil to permeate your bedroom astral space. Interesting. At the end of the day, who the hell knows? I hope some of our listeners are astral projectors. If you are, we're fascinated by this. Please send in some stories. Let's hear it. Let's hear your experiences in the astral world. You don't have to be an astral projector to pro- to have had the experience. So I think almost everybody has on some level. That's true. We just maybe have different interpretations based yeah. on, you know, some people are really afraid of it. And some, some places will tell you it's a demonic thing. You shouldn't do it. That was a little demonic. Passed into the spiritual realm for a second. Yes. Well, that was good. That was good. If we can get enough stories from people, like if we can get listeners that are astral project- projectors that want to share some stories, multiple experiences, whatever you want, send it to the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. Or if you're on social, follow- if you're following us on socials at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, like and subscribe. And uh, at TFT Paranormal on TikTok, I got to condense all that. Comment your experiences I'll and say, hey, use this in a listener story episode or use this for the next astral projection episode. And we will do it. We are your puppets. Stick your hands up our butts and work us. You know what I mean? Please don't. Please don't. I don't even like that. No, no. Move yeah. on. And it's time. No. I'm closing my chocolate factory forever. I'm sorry. Come on, Willie. That, that I'm sorry at the end is great. Anyway, um. Willy Wonka, calm down. Yeah, chill out. 
enough of that we'll see you next week no anyway like damn it review the show on (laughs) no review the show on spotify and apple podcast uh it really is the only way that we grow guys is getting the word out there and if you like the show if you're appreciating what we do tell some friends share with your friends and family anyway we'll see you later next week on the frinky dinky the end i'm closing my chocolate factory forever forever (laughs) 